to Films with the Women of My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hello, everyone. And Mama Kay. Hi, everybody. And tonight, we are reviewing The Beach Bum. Yeah, The Beach Bum. Uh, the this Beach is Bum. our next, uh, our second uh, listener request we're doing. Listener Michael, thank you for suggesting this. Uh, it Thanks, came Michael. Out... Thanks a lot. Yes. Is this a Michael <laughs> that I know? Uh, you might. <laughs> it might make more right. sense now. Um, yeah. The So, The Beach Bomb. This came out earlier this year. I missed it in theaters because it was not in theaters very long. Um, this was in theaters a, at all? It was in it theaters was. earlier this year. Yeah. Even I, in I, Maine I, it was, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I missed it then. But um, I wanted to see it, though, because it's a Harmony Corinne film. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a Harmony Corinne film, but they're all... Kind of like this, and we'll talk about what like this means. Uh, my favorite of his <laughs> is Spring Breakers. Came out 2012. Uh, it's where James Franco is like a like a very odd rapper in Florida. I think, I, I think that I literally was drunk every time I watched that. Oh. Yeah, it's so a good I drunk don't movie. I really remember it. <laughs> I love Spring Breakers a lot. So, I, I mean, that's his high point. He's done... He's, he does really weirdo movies. He's done Gummo, that movie with the kid and the dirty bathtub with the plate of spaghetti. Oh, um, he does, oh my he god, did, that sounds like Griffin. He did Trash Humpers. <laughs> um, he did Julian Donkey Boy. Uh, they're, so they're that, all kind of cult classic-y movies. Yeah, very culty movies. He also, he's a writer for a couple movies. He wrote a couple Larry Clark films, uh, Kids and uh, Ken Park, which actually Ken Park, I do not think, and I still don't think you can get that stateside. It's too controversial. But uh, that's uh, we'll get to that another time, hopefully, because those are the kind of movies I like to do. Uh, but have either of you guys seen The Beach Bum before we decided to pick it? No. I did want to see it at the movies, though. I did think, you know, we were still, uh, I think, in the movie pass phase. And so I thought, uh, but it just didn't, I don't think it was here more than a week. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it has a bunch of people you like in it. So, so I guess I'll, I'll read off. It's a very uh, eclectic cast of, <laughs> of folks. Matthew McConaughey is our lead, Moondog. Uh, Isla right. Fisher is Minnie. You got Snoop Dogg as Lingerie. Uh, and then everyone else just kind of pops in and out. You got Zac Efron playing a character, Jonah Hill, Carmella, who's a WWE wrestler, uh, Stefana Owen, Martin Lawrence, uh, Martin Jimmy Buffett. Lawrence. Jimmy Buffett is yeah. in here as himself, yeah. kind of. Bertie Higgins also as himself. So, yeah, it's a really, I don't know how this came to be, but uh, you got you got all these people together. So the plot. I don't either, but yeah, it sounds like they were like listening to my playlist or something. So <laughs> yeah, I know that's why you wanted to see it, but I'm like, uh, I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen a Harmony Crim film. I don't know if it's going to be what you think it's going to be. But um, the Beach Bum uh, follow, follows the misadventures of Moondog, played by Matthew McConaughey, a rebellious rogue who always lives life by his own rules. That's about all you need to know because it's not a whole lot much more to it. Um, if you haven't so seen the Beach Bum, oh the- sorry. The Hulu description is very misleading because they've got a little more info in that. It says something like, can Moondog change his course of of how his life is turning out in order to be a successful writer again? And that's bullshit. They'll do that in this. That's I mean, not what happened. That's, there's, that is... We'll talk about it. Um, as we've said on this show, uh, the descriptions for things are not made by <laughs> filmmakers. They are 
made by advertising companies, made by the platforms. They are, you know, they're made so that you go and watch it. They don't, are, they're often misleading. So, uh, this is one of those cases. Uh, but as Nicole said, if you haven't seen The Beach Bum and have any interest, if any of these weird things sound interesting to you, these actors or musicians, as it were, it is on Hulu streaming right now. Uh, so go check it out if you have any interest. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, we start with Moondog, and he is drunkenly walking through the streets, uh, picks up a stray cat, um, and the whole, I don't know, first half hour is him drunkenly walking around, banging, banging people, uh, smoking, drinking, doing lines of blow. Um, while his wife, Minnie, who is very wealthy, is, uh, who also has, like, a friend, but sometimes they have sex too, uh, Snoop Dogg's lingerie, and they are all getting ready for their daughter's wedding, uh, Moondog and Minnie's daughter's wedding. And, yeah, you know, by getting ready, I think that you're being generous. They're basically well, this going is the ge- to the wedding. This is what- Making sure they're in the same place at the same time. Yeah, right. that's pretty much it. I mean, we're really focusing on, it's all character lifestyle stuff. It has nothing, the plot is, exists in the background only. It's never at the forefront really. Um, the Moondog, uh, Beth McKay's character, he's like, he is, he is the titular beach bum. He is like ridiculous looking with his glasses and his hat, all his different weird outfits, uh, later on dresses. <laughs> uh, he is a complete degenerate. Um, he, but, but everyone loves him and, and knows him and is like, Oh, moon dog. We love the moon dog. And he's so yeah, crazy. He's a and lovable weird. character, right? He's just so lovable. He's the lovable. Yeah. He's the lovable <laughs> bum. And he's, so I guess people would know him. I guess that's the, the excuse to knowing him is he is like a famous poet writer around those parts. And every once in a while, he'll break a little, little soliloquy, little poem here and there. Where are they at? Key West. Uh, Florida Key. There at? are Florida Keys at this point. Yeah, it's all around Florida, and then they also go to um, they go somewhere else Miami. at the end. No, it's all pretty much Florida Key and Key West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Key West, and then Miami. She's in Miami. And Miami. He's in Key West. Yeah, so that whole little mm-hmm. little area of the uh, of the country. Um, and because they make it, they make it look very. Um, cartoonized but not not like not not silly it just doesn't look like a real place they really make it look like some like ethereal place and it's like well i mean i'm sure we'll talk about this more in in our setting and everything but i i couldn't pick i couldn't pin where it was i didn't pick up where it was everything for me was like a caricature like the setting was a caricature the characters were caricatures uh everything yeah, it's so. all it's very styly. It's all it's all it's sty- yes, it's all style stylized. here. And that's I mean yeah. this is this is his style like of movie um of what I've seen of his. They're kind of gross and dirty but also really glossy and they flow together. Um so it's you know, it's on brand for a Harmony Corinne film. Um uh, but you know, the daughter's wedding happens um yeah, Moondog busts in with the with the wheelchair antics, pushing the the oh wheelchair of not his mom uh uh, all the uh, everything's just really like Nicole said, really like out there and weird. All of like the groomsmen, Acting like a complete dickhead to his uh, new son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. The, the one they all call Limp Dick. Uh, all of them, yeah. uh, ever even the even the, the, the his, her uh, his daughter who does not have a good relationship with him. 
uh, also refers to him as Limp Dick when around his mother and father. And it's weird here because like all the groomsmen are like Snoop Dogg's like Rastafarian buddies. Like it's like everything, <laughs> everything's just like a little off. The after party is like all these different like like a strip dis- club. Yeah, but part but it flashes between that and the literal like after wedding reception, and like they're all just sitting around right. the tables, and it cuts like to like there's like a pool, and they're in the backyard, like. Uh, he's constantly cutting around back and forth in a general in like the same general time frame but within a couple hours of each other it feels like i didn't like that like where did where did snoop dogg and and the other guy go like i don't understand where they were or were they not at the at the reception anymore no so like right now it's like matter yeah it's all it's all a feel it's not like a legit like an actual like if you're looking at a actual timeline they're at the strip club probably let's give it let's give it hours of the day let's say the wedding ends at five o'clock they're at the strip club at like 10 or something and then we cut back to five o'clock and while that conversation is going we cut to eight o'clock when they're at it's dark and they're at the pool in the backyard like it's it's all hopping around the strip club was at the pool i don't know i feel like it was all just sort of happening at the same time and yeah um, but i mean like nicole said it can't literally be happening at the same time but it but it you know well i don't know because people are all over the place they're they pop into different places that i don't think are near each other whatever anyway the whole plot of this movie (laughs) is moondog just kind of goes around and does stuff there's a writing plot with him uh, about trying to get back and write because he hasn't written in a while um he has a bunch of weird little friends that he meets along the way and has kind of misadventures with but that's that's the whole <laughs> plot of this movie um so it, i'll start with i'll start with mama k since i did not watch this with you uh what do you think of the plot of this movie um because for me in a plot you have to have an actual story that says something and does something um I sat and waited for the movie to start pretty much until the end. So um, as a plot, I don't, this is not my jam. I'm going to give it a two. Um, I get what he was trying to do, but that's not, I don't feel like that there's enough effort in, in that for me. I, I need, I need him to make more of an effort. There were things I really enjoyed about this movie, uh, the plot wasn't one of them because I spent the first half an hour, 45 minutes waiting for whatever was going to happen to happen. And even when, you know, there's one sort of pivotal moment where um, things sort of change or they should change uh, <laughs> and it nothing actually changes. Uh, there, there's no it doesn't drive anywhere. It's it's like being on a wonky bus that's just like driving you around from thing to thing but nothing's actually happening the cl- so. the glaucoma uh pilot is flying you around on this movie <laughs> <laughs> see the pieces of it i love the 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 way it was put together and the fact that i don't feel like it tells a, a good enough story for me uh that's that's where it fails for me things if you look at it piece by piece it should work i mean you have matthew mcconaughey in a role he is born to play oh yeah um role of a life and you have and and everybody else, Snoop Dogg, yeah. I mean, they said his name was Lingerie. I couldn't buy that. He was Snoop Dogg the whole time. I do um, like that his name is Lingerie. Zach- it's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then if you're watching with captions, it says Linger. And I'm like, this is not, <laughs> that's not helping me. I like that they um, nickname him Ray. I, like he's Ray, you know. 
<laughs> I do like Ray. But everybody, I enjoyed everyone. I mean, every time somebody popped up, I was because I didn't really research this movie very well. I think it's so better was, that way. You just like people just I think it is stumble too. out of the woodwork. Right. Zach Efron shows up looking like a crazy fool and like his face has been put in a panini press or something. He looks amazing. And then I didn't enjoy the Jonah Hill character. It I don't know what he was. <laughs> well, he was definitely he like playing Cajun? like a... S- <laughs> No, what he was, was he trying yeah, to do? He was. He was, he was it was a. It was totally a Cajun. It was uh, very odd affect. Yeah, and it was just like I don't, you know. Also, I don't feel like he had anything to do, and nothing he did really changed anything about what was going on, or or, or put the movie any further forward. So, all the pieces were in place. Um, execution lacking. Nicole. I have to agree with what Mama K said when when she said she was waiting for the plot to happen the yeah. whole time. I yeah. definitely felt that way as well. Um, I feel truly misled by the <laughs> by the Hulu description. <laughs> Yay, I'm uh, Nicole Mama, this time and not me. It's like Mama K and Bur- uh, where'd you go, Bernadette? <laughs> oh my gosh, I I feel I feel like the description of the movie was something I was going to enjoy, and then um, we got what we got. got. <laughs> the, I mean, the plot really was so lost and loose for me. I, I couldn't follow it, and I it made me hate how it was put together. I don't know. I uh, I don't want to. I don't want to show my hand too soon. But I give I give this plot a one. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, uh, Nicole's showing her hand. I'm down with you guys. I'm at a two five. Um, the plot is the worst part of this movie. But I, I mean, Thank God. So one, I've seen this movie once before. Um, I saw it on Hulu when it first came out because I was really interested. Before we even talked about doing it for the show. Um, you know, I think second time through i enjoyed it more because i was ready um but also i've seen other harmony crin movies they're all like i would never give a harmony crin movie more than a three for a plot because they're all like this they're all the way everything's cut and shot it's all it's all like people are talking and things are going on and then it shows them and then shows another thing and then it cuts between things and at no point do you ever get a good sense of what's this about what's the message right are there goals are there arcs I mean, yeah. nah, not really. Things just ha- it's just yeah. his movies are just things happening for an hour and a half and some of the things are entertaining and some of them are not and that's kind of what they are. Um so this I just is I feel like you'd have to be super wicked high to even like I think all the people who acted this movie probably were on on set. I know, but I mean, you can't expect that everyone watching it is going to be as high as they were because that's what you'd have to be to think that this movie had like some sort of plot or drive behind it. I understood second time through. I guess I understood. I understood the right. He was a writer and the whole thing. Like you understand it. Yeah. You know, you understand some parts of it, but it's not. It's it's completely pushed to the background. It's not what anything is about. You know, lessons are not really learned. Like the, no one really nope. arcs at all. I mean, we only follow Moondog nope. the whole time. I guess we follow Snoop Dogg a good amount of the time, but um, yeah, it's it's not a yeah, it's definitely not a plot driven movie. So I'm I'm a, a agreeing with you guys there. It's it's probably the weakest part of the movie for me. Uh, two two five for me, even though I'm the highest out of two five. Uh, so um, this isn't looking good for this movie. And not not at the top, but we'll get to some other stuff later. Um. <laughs> So Moondog, the, the movie is supposed to turn, as Mama K says, but doesn't exactly turn when Moondog and um, and Minnie are partying after the wedding night. And um, 
I love all the little montaging we're getting here with the dancing and the going to different places. Again, cutting all around. They're here, they're there, they're there. Um, cutting future and past stuff all together, but not like far future and past, like all one night. And basically, they get in a car accident. Minnie was driving. Minnie, uh, uh, Moondog walks away pretty much without a scratch, and Minnie dies that night, like right there. Yeah. Um, Moondog's at the bedside. I like his reaction. It's like a, like, um, it's like a, hmm. And then he kind of like smiles, like, and then afterward, he'll, all right. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, he reacts how only he, only he can react. And then we see he's definitely dealing with it afterwards at the funeral. I love the funeral with all the random ass miscreant characters around. And then for a while, it's a lot of just misadventures until the, the end. Like, really, the next 45 minutes to an hour is just him. He, he, hangs out with homeless people they break into his old house well, no the no it's he goes to court and he tells he the judge tells him he has to go to rehab that's well so that's after he hangs out with the homeless people and they break into the house I was yeah because the homeless that. people go to court with him remember yeah they're all hanging out weird uh jumping around in the back room and it fucking pissed me off so much because <laughs> <laughs> In, in I no, need to know why. In no real world is a homeless man walking around in a pink bathrobe and a diaper. I'm sorry. They're not doing that. <laughs> oh. It didn't add any humor we live to in, me. We live me. in Philly. You, you tell me that's never happened? I guarantee that's happened tonight. Okay. Well, also, you. the fact that that's what pissed you off is pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, Nicole got pissed off by those kind of things like, I don't know, 50, 60 times in this movie. <laughs> She's like, why is that? That's so stupid. And then like, oh, that's also, a stupid no joke. Also, no more thongs. I'm done watching a thong. There's a lot of um, ra- like random dick joke humor in here. Um, that's part- Not just random. It's like strategically placed constantly. oh yeah here's the th- yeah the things i hated the most the homeless man in the in the bathrobe all the <laughs> dick jokes because i don't like dick jokes i don't think they're funny and if you do them too many times i'm just really i'm fed up with it it's not funny at all i don't know how many times you can call somebody limp dick and how many times people in the audience are going to laugh at it that's just really upsetting to me for humanity but regardless my third <laughs> thing was how many fucking joints they were smoking Matthew McConaughey was smoking throughout this whole thing oh it was making my mouth hurt just watching him smoke so much I was like every scene every scene I was I was tired of it kept getting bigger too <laughs> as the movie oh went oh my god oh like my I- god oh the one at the end the guy's smoking yeah. like a forearm sized joint <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ri- driving a plane with glaucoma. Um, that's not funny. He's ninety eight percent blind. I, I just, it, I think this movie really <laughs> didn't hit the mark with me comedy wise. I don't know. I really didn't find it funny. I found it rather annoying and really stupid. <laughs> well, okay. Do you have the same problems with his misadventures here, or do you like the misadventures? I, I don't. I, I. Uh, it's totally made for a 12 year old boy and I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, I don't always enjoy that, but I really, when it's, it's, it's so hard to talk about this movie a little bit because the plot is really bad. And, um, but the pieces of it are just, you know, glaucoma pilot is brilliant. Uh, there's a couple of things I don't, I don't care for. Uh, the two things I don't care. Well, it's really one thing is that he has issues with people in wheelchairs. I don't know why this is a thing. Oh yeah. He's it's always fucking up funny. people with wheelchairs. Yeah. Him and Zach Efron yeah, do some shit. I know. And it just doesn't, I mean, it almost, that's like a jackass kind of thing. And that's jackass for me is too far. So, um, that's what it reminds me of. I think jackass is funny. What the, what, isn't that funny? <laughs> 
Sometimes. Sometimes. I know I'm contradicting myself here, but those those guys. Well, you also I like don't... reality stuff too. I think if this movie were a reality show, it might have a different flavor because oh, it's she'd watch happening. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Think you would watch the hell out. I of don't this. uphold jackass people to the same level that I do an actor like Matthew McConaughey, and I think that's where the difference comes in because he didn't sell it the way that johnny knoxville sells his stupidity <laughs> well if you like jackass this is excellent movie uh with the director of all the jackass movies called the dirt um it is a oh, quite no. i think you might have heard of that film uh, it might even be oh, somewhere i have feed. to give it a shot yeah um <laughs> so here's i'll just list After off the dirt, the, watch i'll the just cleanse. list off the misadventures and um Mom, okay, you can give your favorite. Nicole, you can give your least favorite, since that seems to be where, where we are oh. for the misadventures. Right. Um, we start with the homeless okay. people, and then uh, and he has to go to rehab. So that's like story one. Story two is him and Zac Efron on the town fucking shit up uh, after they break out of rehab. Um, then we get, I guess the next one is where he meets Captain Wack who is Martin Lawrence's character, and he's like a shifty sea captain that gives people dolphin tours uh but he's had his license revoked but he keeps getting it back for some right. reason um and then well, only four people have died on his dolphin only tours. four people have died in this thing and then in three you know, years yeah yeah that that ends not well um and then he goes <laughs> and then after that he hangs out with snoop dogg and jimmy buffett on like a stripper yacht and then, then, and then, like Blitz the end kind of happens like the like the the pulling together part of the end where the glaucoma pilot flies him to flies into um key west but out of those like i don't I'll know i'll tell you i'll tell you what my favorite part is of that see if you guess just go ahead and guess what part do you out of those four like the most mom okay well you've watched it with me that's what, true what yeah. you... uh what your favorite one was mm-hmm. maybe the going out with zach efron totally that's totally what i would have guessed favorite. too yeah <laughs> zach efron was the was the best part of this movie he was the best part of this for me i thought he was hysterical his fucking uh sideburns <laughs> the beard with the lines <laughs> and, his, and his and his wireless bluetooth heads <laughs> like I know, who is I he talking to in rehab <laughs> yeah not just that he does those kind of things and he doesn't fucking explain it and i love that i don't you know there's there's the part of me that's like i need to know what is happening with that but then i'm like i'm never gonna find out and that's okay uh-huh the wide leg jeans while he's playing basketball it's he's like just, is he a helix at one point is it's he like healing around the, the rehab center <laughs> yeah he was the best part of this movie his role was really good and i think it, it bounced off of matthew mcconaughey enough so that he didn't look like a, a complete asshole because there was somebody a little bit worse than him <laughs> yeah mom okay which yeah. uh, which segment did you like the most uh i know you're gonna think that i really like the whole jimmy buffett with uh snoop dogg and the boats and hose situation there is some good stuff in there that there was some good stuff but it played a little meh for me at that point i was kind of over seeing matthew mcconaughey's butt and you know i'm just like eh, i might be all done with this oh listen magic um, mike that's a good scene oh yeah oh yeah all <laughs> oh, right no. all right all right <laughs> oh did you see that they and threw love- that in there yeah but um uh, yes but um, yeah martin lawrence says it <laughs> oh, yeah. right there but there's a yeah 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 uh, he which does a is lot of very that. reminiscent of yeah um, and I really do love, love, love Glaucoma Pilot. I feel <laughs> like I need to get that email, glaucomapilot at gmail.com. Um, I, I do like pilot. that. 
<laughs> just that whole thing. I was just like, what is happening? Um, but what was the, what were the other parts? My favorite part is the one I haven't said yet. So uh, is it tor- so it's towards the end? No, it's the it's closer to the begin the beginning. What was what were the other two? Homeless people party, breaking into the place. No. Um, no. He talks to his lawyer no. for a bit. Uh, no. Rehab, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I don't know. Martin what it... Lawrence. That's your favorite yes. part? Oh, my God. The Martin that Lawrence is the part? Ridiculous... <laughs> I love that. And we were sitting there going, dude, we haven't seen that dude in so long that we can't remember what his name is. And the last thing we saw him at, we're like, he was in the movie with Will Smith and Bad Boys. And, you know... Bad Boys for Life is <laughs> yeah. coming out. Number three. Bad Boys. Oh, okay. I don't know if we're doing um, that. I don't know if anyone wants to do that, but. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But just all the stuff that was about that where he's talking to him and you know i start in the very beginning this is the first time i believe that there was like some sort of a character situation going on because i was like oh this dude okay he's kind of a captainy thing and he's talking about his dolphins and then then he starts giving the stats about how many people have died and i'm like all right and then i see his boat and i'm like no and then i see the family getting ready to go on the boat and i'm not down with that family something and i was for sure thinking something was going to happen to them because they look easily right off a bull yeah his boat is the success boat names were pretty good in this thing there was well hung yeah there was success um but then when he gets in the fucking sea because there's dolphins out there and it's clearly a school of shark um i'm just i'm dead and then he gets his foot bit off by the shark and matthew mcconaughey just kind of hands it back to him it's like (laughs) yes i you know this is the ridiculousness factor that i needed to make this work for me because this is beyond crazy ridiculous so nicole that what was did you, my that was my favorite nicole part. what did you hate more the homeless people or the martin lawrence <laughs> <laughs> the homeless people because they uh, made okay. such a they made such a stereotype of homeless people it was really embarrassing i'm i'm i hated it it was no homeless people act like that it was just well stupid. that's that yeah i didn't believe any of that that's the i didn't believe any of that piece you know taking them back to your house and having them trash your house i mean there's decadence and then there's just you know assholery and that was kind of yeah because i may i might have given i might have given the slightest chuckle when martin lawrence was swimming with the sharks and then three minutes earlier than that He's talking to the family that gets on the boat, and he's cursing up a storm. It was just inappropriate. I, I just, I draw a line sometimes because I'm a very inappropriate person, and I curse a lot too. But <laughs> I don't know something about it just irks me when it's in a movie like that. It wasn't funny. I don't know. Yeah, and, uh, well, and the family reacted the way you expect the family to react too. You know, they were taken aback, and the mother was kind of like, "Ooh." They were like perfect, like pasty white tourist family too. So yeah, Uh, they were more than that though. They were beyond that. They were singing a little song about their last name. Yeah, (laughs) this is not. None of this was okay. You know that. You know that none of these people are right. Like they're not. These are not real, and that's part of the surreal part of it for me. Is 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 fun. And uh, you guys pretty much talked all the parts. Uh, the only other thing, other thing I wanted to mention was uh, when when Jimmy Buffett and um, and Snoop Dogg they're on the boat. Snoop Dogg's got a giant bowl of uh, what is it? Fruit Loops next to him, like a massive bowl when they're eating him in the hot tub. Um, it's not made a big deal. It's just sitting off to the side. I just wanted to point that out. It's really really funny moment. Yeah, uh, I didn't com- notice that. Hey, I'm completely loops? fully removed from the movie at this point. So 
There's little things like that that happen throughout the whole movie all the time that are just like little like <laughs> like it, it, it pay, attention yeah. is paid. Um, so the characters of this movie, we've talked all about them. Uh, I'll start with Nicole this time. What do you think of the characters of this movie as a whole? Uh, um, <laughs> I I'm okay with the relationship of Matthew McConaughey and his wife and Snoop Dogg's like reactions with each other. Like I did. I did chuckle a bit after she's been dead for a couple days or however long it's a couple weeks. And he goes, I just want to let you know, I was having sex with your wife. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did like the interaction of Snoop Dogg and Matthew McConaughey's characters. That was probably the best interaction of anyone besides Zac Efron because he was just brilliant in this. I just loved him. Um, I, I haven't, I agree with you with, um, Jonah Hill's character. I haven't quite figured out what the fuck he was supposed to be. I don't know what his accent was supposed to be. I don't know what his role was. He was annoying. I usually like him. He was, he was just, they, they could, they should have done it better. They should have done his role better. But I don't know. I mean, the, the characters were, were better than the plot. I wish that they I would they, hope so. You give the plot a one. Well, <laughs> they could have they could have been equal. They could have been equal, but I wish that these characters did something different. So, um, I think I'll give the characters a 2.5. I didn't have a real issue with any character per se, and I did like the interaction with a couple of them, but unfortunately they were put in the wrong setting. Mom, okay. Well, let's put it on record that Nicole could have given it a one minus. Just saying, that's true. Um, she could have, but that yeah, would have meant it nothing. So. It could have been worse. <laughs> it means point five, I think. Um, yeah, the characters in this movie, um, it kept me engaged because there are movies when if you're not if there's not a plot for you to follow and you're struggling to try to figure out when things when something's gonna happen, uh, you give up. And I didn't i didn't want to give up so and i think that was because i was being character character driven for me um once you take them for what they're worth which is basically completely caricatures of real people um i think you can enjoy them a little bit more than maybe if you were you know really looking for something meaningful um i give the characters a three and a half um some of the best performances i agree with the nicole on zach efron's performance i mean I like to watch him in things and I didn't really recognize that in myself. And now I do. And I think that he's particularly funny. I'm not a huge Matthew McConaughey fan uh, in recent times. So I was surprised that um, he carried it the way he did. Uh, I got a little tired of him because it, you know, it was clearly about him and it was real uh, moon dog heavy. But um, yeah, with all the supporting cast, I mean, who doesn't love Jimmy Buffett in a movie? I honestly, <laughs> I am at a four. Um, McConaughey is perfect. Dang, why'd you this. have to go just above me, man? I was trying to, you know, because I, I, I actually like this movie, uh, despite you know it's completely horrendous plot. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, when I say like, like it's, I recognize this is pretty not a good movie i don't know if harmony Curtin makes good movies he makes <laughs> right really entertaining things like i don't really it's hard to call them movies they're they're 
because of how loose they are. But no, McConaughey is great in this. Um, I agree with Nicole. McConaughey and Snoop Dogg have the best play off each other. Um, mm. you, you guys are right with Efron. Uh, loved his stuff. Uh, I don't like Martin Lawrence much in this. I don't really his his stories. I think the first time I watched it, I checked out during that story, and then this time I was like, ah. Eh. Still not my favorite story. It's all right. Come um, on, he was like he was like Stoner Bubba Gump. I mean, like they're all Stoner from, Blank. Like <laughs> I know, but there was something about it where I was just like, they needed him. They totally, even though that part that story was just like plunked right in the middle, just like all the other little pieces of stories. It was still like that was totally necessary. Yeah, I mean, they needed to pad the time. I guess uh, he was he was fine. <laughs> it was it was good because he popped up. It was another person like, oh yeah, that's a guy. He's he's here now. Um, I I guess I like <laughs> Jonah Hill the, the most out of you guys. I don't think he's as bad as you guys are making out to be. He's not the best, but like I kind of like it's. He's a little. What uh, is his purpose? I think he's he the worst. agent. I know, but it's annoying. He's always got like an ice cream cone in his hand, melting all around his hand. That happens a couple different times in it. I like that. These are the little things I, I, I like in this about the characters. I do he... like that, but that doesn't make his character any more valuable to me. So I don't know. I kind of I kind of like his his place because I don't know if you could do that with any of the other characters. Um, Jimmy Buffett existed. I mean, I guess they had him for a day and a half, and they're just like, "You want to <laughs> be in this?" And he's like, "All right." Um, are you going to use my music? Then yes. Yeah, they use his music sometimes. Um, Wait, that's what I'm saying. Well, they started the whole show with his. They started the yeah, movie the opening, music, the opening so. credits are his pirate looks at forty. Yeah, um, and we haven't talked about her really because she's gone after the first third. But uh, uh, Isla Fisher is <laughs> quite good. I like her in in her role. Oh, um, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I liked her. <laughs> no. I I felt really bad when she died at the at the uh, beginning, like first time no, watching through. <laughs> Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't think she actually died because who the fuck knows? Who knows? Why wasn't anybody there? She's like, dead. Well, no, but it was. I mean, this movie is all unrealistic. So I can't believe that I'm going to say this, but it was so unrealistic. The scene where oh, she yeah, dies. That's unrealistic. Oh, or she was like where... glaucoma pilot. Much more realistic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, glaucoma pilot is more realistic. I'm because... 98% blind. You don't have blind people fly. There's no way to touch anything. It's just in the air. Listen, he has that magic weed and that fixes him so i mean she's 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 been in a major accident she's got chest trauma she doesn't have one tube in her body anywhere and then she goes There's oh hi nobody... baby and she her eyes also i'm dying and no one's gonna try to resuscitate yes! me that's and... what i said too no, yeah, you're like, I guess there are no the nurses here. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody. And she's in, yeah, she's in like, it looks like a recovery room, not like an emergency room. It's like, it was the most ridiculous part of the movie, actually. And in a movie that was ridiculous. Mm. Well, I still liked her in it, despite those like, Her head yeah, was I don't, up, I don't, I don't like, looking at her. him, and all of a sudden, it was like, nah, like, out. This is stupid. Like, oh, <laughs> she's dead. That along quickly, didn't they? So we'll flow right yeah. now into visual and sound before we finish with, like, I guess, the end of the movie. Um, I'll go back to you, Mama K, for this. What do you think of the visual and sound? I like the visual and sound of this movie. It's very, um, I think Nicole hit on it when she was saying that it's it's over, everything is overblown and overdone and it's over caricature characterized and caricatured um it's really dirty there's a lot of really dirty things about this movie and yet he makes dirty movies yeah it comes off as the funniest cleanest dirty 
that you can imagine. It's yeah, almost it's like glossy dirty. It's yeah, it's beyond like charming dirty or it's just yeah, it's and it's not fun dirty. I like it. And 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 I'm, when I'm saying dirty, I'm saying actual like filth looking at things. Like things <laughs> should be a lot dirtier than they are. And I mean, the dirtiest thing that I remember seeing was inside the kitchen at that restaurant where he was banging that chick. Um <laughs> so that yeah, but that was the worst. Um I thought. And so he the, his his eye and thought process is uh you know interesting and uh the music you know i loved the music the music was so much fun um it really there were times when it was probably like put in there because the lull was just too much and matthew mcconaughey can only like smile through those weird ass glasses so much uh with his weird crooked teeth and i don't know i was like (laughs) i i really like them I'm, i'm giving those pieces of this movie a four nicole um no i i do enjoy the the way that they shot this film i like the oversaturation of colors of like uh when they're on the boat and the sun sets behind them and they're just it's really rich and that's why i didn't feel like a real place to me because they made it so like cartoonized looking but i I really like disneyfied yeah yeah it definitely was it's yeah um filthy disneyfied yeah, that was good. I like the outfits. I really like the outfits that they put him in because they were fucking weird and they were good. <laughs> I liked everything that Snoop Dogg was doing. I liked his hair up in the in the bun. That it looked good. Oh my <laughs> god, his hair in the bun was all the characters in this Beyonce. look like awesome. They're very yeah. Distinct looking. I do like yeah. Jonah Hill's outfits. Yeah. I like all that. And my favorite scene in terms of where they implemented music really well. I love when they played Creed. And he didn't know what the song was. And <laughs> oh yeah, Zac Efron is like, this song is amazing. <laughs> I was in a cover band. <laughs> yeah. like, no man, that's Creed. <laughs> that's, yeah, that is the best. That's the best part of this. I really like that. It's fucking funny. Um, but overall, no, I like that Jimmy Buffett was in it. I thought that was really cool, and I like that he was, you know, into acting in it, and they were, you know, playing some of his music, and um, it, it was fun all around. I think I'll give. I think I give this the highest. I give it a like three and a half to a four with the visual and sound. Yeah, I'm at nice. a. I'm I'm with you guys on this. If Harmony Corinne is can't write a movie with a plot, he what he always <laughs> does is make a cool looking and sounding picture. Um, it's a four or five for me. Um, it's because because I've seen him do better. Um, but it's the best part of this movie. It's great. Everything looks great. We already said all the outfits and costumes yeah. are awesome. They all are so distinct. You can tell what everyone is, how they are because of how they are like look and what they're wearing um it's almost more defining than their actual dialogue at times uh the settings are awesome all the boats that they're on are great and like are, like really as Paul case said charactery themselves um uh, and the music is so good and it flows the yeah. whole movie long um yeah. i love the i love the 
and I guess I don't care about the Isla Fisher part, but when before she dies, they're doing, is that all there is? Oh, yeah. That's my yeah. favorite song in the whole thing, and I love that little montage. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. It's a little La La Land right there, you know? It's a, little a little bit. And right after that, they yeah. were playing Margaritaville. Like, they flowed into that. Like they, like they, it, But it but it didn't feel <laughs> choppy. It's pretty and seamless. Just, yeah, it didn't feel choppy, yeah. and it just kind of goes into it. And, you know, they got Snoop yeah. Dogg's club music playing whenever he's around. And then Jimmy and Snoop even make up a song about Moondog on the boat, and it's not very good, yeah, but it's fun. It's like it's just howling at the moon fog. It's Moondog. I'm like, all right, that's a song, I guess. But you would never know that was made up because it sounds literally like any other Jimmy Buffett song. So it could have very well yeah, been like something in the archives. There's no lion. Yeah. No lion. That something in so, the archives they dug up to make, the, and they just surrounded the film with that song. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the visual and sound is the strength of this movie it's what if you're gonna take anything away from this movie other than the zany characters it's it's just how cool everything looks and sounds so uh four or five for me and the end of this movie the <laughs> the plot resolution if we want if we so dare to give me that generous dude, um is dude, they did not have an end to this movie the pilot flies uh them <laughs> to key west they smoke more weed while while Moondog writes, and he writes, the Beach Bum is his his poetic memoir. He's not even um, a beach he, bum in this. Like I, in, in my mind, a beach bum is somebody who's on the literally in the sand on the beach, surfing or relaxing, and like on, in on the beach and not doing anything. He's not that. It's a really weird choice of title. I don't like that. He is on the beach frequently <laughs> or in beach settings. I mean, it's not you know. It's tropical. He is, but it's more like yeah, it's more like tropical hangar outer guy, which is a lot longer than beach. <laughs> the tropical hangar outer guy. Why don't they just call it Moondog? Why don't they just call it Moondog? Honestly, it would have been better. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Not, not a bad idea, Nicole. I like that. Well, it's too know. late now. They didn't even ask. <laughs> <me. laughs> it's too late. So another, I love this. This I love this scene because of Nicole's reaction to it when he gets the Pulitzer and everyone's wearing like nice suits and they're all clapping for him <laughs> and he goes up in the dress and he's still being ridiculous and smoking in there and they're all like profoundly moved by his poetry and you're and I think you get the fuck out of here. I think that's what he's saying. Going, I don't. So... I don't mind anything about that scene except the stupid writing, like the the poem that he wrote it's so dumb when i feel you you're my dick inside of you i feel beautiful <laughs> and this grandma in the front row is crying like i it's, it's so over the top I, it's so over the top i'm so laughing thinking about it i'm surprised it's, how much i like that it's like a fever dream it's so weird but i don't know whose fever dream it is like i don't know what what's happening <laughs> like uh, uh, but i know well, i'm enjoying that so we end with um, his newly divorced daughter, who just who's been away this whole time. She's just like, yeah, I guess I decided. Yeah, no one gave a f- gave a shit that he was out of rehab and s- supposed to go to jail now that he escaped rehab, but that's totally been ignored. Yeah, but if he true. dresses like a woman, no one is going to recognize him because he got a beard, <laughs> and women don't have the beard. But you know, mm. that's. That's that's a plot situation, and we don't have that. Right. So he he <laughs> demands from uh, once his money's unfrozen, he demands it all sent down to him in cash on a on a sailboat, um, hundred fifty yes. to two hundred footer, and then he has a fireworks show for all the people around the town. He pays off the government to look the other way. 
he shoots um, Roman candles at his own piles of money on the boat. The boat explodes, oh, and he takes the little shabby cat that he found in the beginning on his little dinghy, and then the movie ends as the sun rises, and he just drifts around on the dinghy going, oh, that was funny. Oh, I had such a fun time. Like, uh, I, I like to have fun. <laughs> that's basically what he says for like a minute and a half while the boat burns in the background. Uh, fl- right. Burning money is flying in the air, and people are catching it on the shore. Um, yeah, that's, and then in big bubble letters, uh, the, the beach bum. Yes. I like that ending title sequence. Um, so that's it. That's, that's the beach bum. So resonance and feel go back to you, Nicole. What do you think of that? Oh, I hated this movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> I really couldn't wait for it to be over. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> That's all right, we're at the end. You don't have to say anything else other than the number. I, I so did not like this. I did not like this movie Minus? at all. The, the the parts I liked in it are not enough to make me feel like I would like I enjoyed it. So I will I will give this movie a one. <laughs> oh wow. Mom okay. Um I had a, a bit of a different reaction at the end. The end was the end, first of all, the ending was kind of like i felt like he was like oh man we gotta put an end to this film uh what should we do right so he blows up he gets rid of all the money Ugh. but the, the the problem with that ending is that and the problem the one big problem i had with the movie outside of the fact that the plot was non-existent is that this is so beyond bougie that it's crazy. We This woman has all this money. We don't really know how she has all this money. Also, Snoop Dogg's character also has a lot of money and a ridiculous yacht. Um, He's like a famous rapper, so his at least makes sense. I don't know what she well, does. Well, we're assuming we're assuming that, but we don't know why she has all well, this they money. Well, they and... say he's a rapper and like he goes to Jamaica for concerts, but I don't know. I don't know where her money comes from. It sounds like it's family. It sounds like it's family money. He goes to Jamaica to get like the magic weed. That's what he goes to Jamaica for. He might sing a little or rap a little while he's there, but he's there for that plant. Yeah. Um, I just find it's a little... It's, it's pretty self-indulgent and... And not at all. When you hear about a film called Beach Bum, like Nicole said, you expect it to be, you know, this guy looks like a beach bum, but he's not a beach bum. He's fucking rich. And that's not what a beach bum is. A beach bum is not somebody who's When I think of beach bum, I think Um, of Zac Efron in Baywatch. That's that's not a beach bum. I know, but that's the character that I want is someone who looks like that, who spends all their time on the beach. That's what a beach bum is. Yeah, but they're like dirty and they have long hair and and they're they surfery and yeah. they're more rat totally radical dude. Zach Efron's like right. like pretty boy lifeguard. It's not really a beach. Bump. I think I'm just putting the two movies together because they're both about Zach Efron on a beach. So <laughs> and right, twenty years ago, Beach Bum would have been like you know um, the the character would have been played by Jeff um, Jeff Bridges. You know, I mean that's yeah the dude if you were on the beach the, the dude beach exactly. Um, the rocket power character, but I just think, yeah, I just think that it's too, it's it's too, it's a little too indulgent for me. But at, but I'm gonna admit that at the end, when it ended, I kind of wanted it to start over, and I wanted mm-hmm. to watch it again it, it's uh, because worth it. it is super and because it's super indulgent and and it's not uh and it's pretty to watch. It's it's interesting to watch. But you really do have to pull yourself away from, you know, trying thinking that it's a movie. It's one big long music video kind of um, yeah. that 
doesn't have a plot. Um, so resonance and feel, I'm going to give it a three because I'm probably going to think about this a little bit. I might watch it again. Um, so I, I don't know that it <laughs> makes me want to watch another one of his movies. Um, you guys, because breakers. I kind of think it's, it's even it's better than this. It's the same kind of thing, but it's better. I know, but when it gets to be when movies get to be really self indulgent, I just think it's a little bougie. And like sometimes a Kevin Smith movie will do that to me too. So it's sort of like if you're not cool enough to understand this, then you don't deserve to watch it, kind of thing. So and I don't like that. Uh, actually, feeling, now that I think about it, you but, won't like Spring Breakers more than this. Now that I think about what actually happens in that, but I like that more. Does uh, it have a Does it have a plot? No, of course not. It's it's this, but with oh. some different characters. It's a female-driven thing, right? Yeah, other than other than um, uh, James Franco and a rapper's in that. I can't remember. Oh, that, I think Ti. I think Ti's be... in that one. I don't know why he's in that, but oh well, this is an upgrade then to get Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So, um, so I, um, I, I'm with Mama K. I'm also at a three. Um, this is more enjoyable the second time around. You'll have all the same problems with you ha- that you had with it the first time, but I think the fun parts are more fun. I, I enjoy. I'm I'm known to enjoy indulgent movies. I like I like things that just. <laughs> yes, you do. I like yeah. I, I layer it on thick, um, more weirder, headier, more dreamlike. I like you know my favorite director David Lynch. This is like a a happy David Lynch kind of movie. Like I I want I want just like I don't like make me just go all over the place. Take me anywhere and just make it weird. Um, those are. I'm I'm almost always going to give a pass to a movie like that, and this is a a, a decent version of that. Um, I like the one line at the very end, which we haven't talked about, which makes me actually does give me a little bit of feel. Um, I think he calls himself like a revert, something like a reverse depressant or a reverse a reverse paranoic, because he's like I, yeah. I I have this feeling that the world is conspiring to make me happy, whereas like a paranoic is like I'm I feel like the world's out to get me. He's like I feel like the world is out to just give me things and make me happy, and that's like a weird way to uh, think of a person because it's that's so millennial. Well, because ever because <laughs> you always hear about like people like everyone's out to get me like you, the, the depressive thing that's super right. common that happens all the time. I've I don't I, right. I'm hard pressed to think it's right and it's right there. It's an easy topic to be like oh yeah what's the opposite of that? This is the opposite of that. It's just yeah. a guy who has things just work out for him. Yeah, you said he's rich. He's he's not rich. He's friends with rich people. His wife happened to be rich. And because he's so charming and charismatic, despite how gross he is, everyone just kind of loves him and gives him whatever he wants. So, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe the universe is conspiring to make him happy. Um, but I guess the question is: Are well, are, are, good are, on him. are we happy with the beach bum? I'll start. Uh, I'll start with Nicole. <laughs> Would you no. recommend the beach bum? No, no, no. Mama K. <laughs> I'm going to recommend The Beach Bum and and a lot of times I'll give it a soft recommend because I think that maybe people I know aren't going to enjoy it but I don't even care. I think I think if you went to go see this movie then you know I don't know that most people I know would enjoy it but I still think they should watch it. I don't know what It's like going to art. It's like going to a modern art thing. I think that you should be exposed. I don't know so, what brought me the I'm wrong gonna way. Recommend this like, I, 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 I can't get that same feeling that you're having. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I, I can't get on board with it. I think that it was too just over the top. Where I, I have felt, I feel too removed. I can't, I can't gather into that indulgence of the film. I just think it's too much. I don't want to be a part of it. I think that 
in, in order you have to suspend yeah you have to suspend your expectations and and a lot of times there are movies like that that you have to deal with that i can't do that either this just is this for one for whatever reason this happened to be something i could do that with yeah, I mean, I going in, I, w- I didn't think this was going to be a Nicole movie per se. I, I thought you would like it more than you did. Um, but no, we all have our, our types of movies that, you know, there's there's yeah. plenty of movies you review on here that I, oh, oh my God, uh, <laughs> some bad ones. But um, I, I will recommend The Beach Bum. Uh, my streak of recommending is long. We need to review some garbage uh, because I just keep recommending things. Um uh, well, we've reviewed garbage. You just keep yeah. re- recommending it. <laughs> what so. are you talking about? We haven't reviewed a bad movie. The well, cleanse. I was off for Mamma Mia. I would have not cleanse. recommended that. Um, well, but that's where you were the... me wrong. What was the last thing I hated? Well, I mean, I hated Murder Mystery, but that was a while ago now. I mean, I don't know. I've, I feel like we've reviewed some good stuff lately. I've, I've been on board. I feel like you saved a lot of hate for Murder Mystery, and so since then you just haven't had it in you. No, I've ha- I disliked more things at the earlier episodes of this show. Actually, that awful just... um, Ali Wong movie was bad. Oh yeah, that I didn't. Was I didn't even review that one with you. I just knew it was terrible. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I think I recommended that one. Yeah, somehow. I'd watch that again before watching a couple of the oh, other things. Oh, that because w- I had Keanu Reeves for a second. <gasps> oh, Spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen that, that three-month-old movie that is not going to be talked about anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we got two recommends it. for the Beach Bum. One not recommend for the Beach Bum. Um, yeah, so a little better than I thought it was. I didn't. I didn't know Mama K would recommend that or not. I. I thought. I. I, I thought she might line up for it with Nicole in the end on this one. But uh, I got a surprise left in me. So that uh, that was that. And now coming up, we have uh, next week. Oh, what do we have? The Hustlers and Goldfinch. Two movies coming out this week. Or maybe it's just called Hustlers. That's the one with the strippers. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and, and Cardi B and Lizzo. Asians girl. Lizzo. Yeah, for Lizzo fans. And then, yeah, Goldfinch is the yeah. one with Ansel Elgort and the painting is in it. Um, so those yes. are getting some interesting reviews that I'm curious to see what that means for the movies. Um, right. I think I will finally be, I think my not recommend or my recommend streak will be broken next week with at least one of those movies. You can't um, say that. You don't know. I, if I had to guess, but I'm going to give them both a fair open mind. I was definitely more excited for one than the other, but we will see what happens. Um, do you guys have anything else uh, before I close out the show? Close it out, baby. <laughs> I gotta right. go watch that movie again. Thank you, Michael, for recommending this to us. If anyone Thanks, wants Michael. to, Michael. Sorry, I shit on your recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Michael. <laughs> if anyone wants to recommend anything to us in the meantime, films with the women of my life on Facebook, and I am Brennan underscore Pod Host on Instagram. That's probably the best place to reach out. Um, Mama K and Nicole, thank you for being on the Beach Bowl. You're welcome thank you for having us. And until next time, this is Brennan saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music from